What's up, Sports on Sports podcast listeners? It's me, your host as always, Pete Myers, coming at you with another edition of the Sports on Sports podcast. Today, we are doing a little recap from across the NFL from this past Sunday. I am here with the best co-host there is in the business, my boy, Kyle. We are going to bring you our opinions about what happened across the NFL, as well as a little Monday night football re- I mean, uh, outlook. We are going to get it all under this one episode today. That's right. A lot packed in here. So let's get it going. Here we go. Kyle, what games did you watch this weekend? What do you got for me? Pete, always a pleasure being on. I There were actually a lot of good games this weekend. I mean, I don't think that there was one really bad game other than one in particular that I'll hit on in a little bit. For the most part, there's were a lot of high-scoring games. Um, the one that I was really locked in on was Chiefs-Panthers. You got Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy H2O, Patty Mahomes. Patty Mahomes lit it up. But they only won by two. And I was oh, yeah. talking about this. Patrick Mahomes, I know that you're a big listener of the podcast. I think without Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes is not who he is. I think he's who he is because of his wide receivers. And none of those guys get the credit. No, I 100% agree with you. 100% agree with you. I think, you know, I thought that game, I know we didn't get to do the podcast for America's Games to Watch and get America's Not Watch Game of the Week. We were a little weighed down. We were all locked in on the election. So we were a little occupied by that, but we're getting this podcast out for you. But I would have had that game, the Panthers Chiefs, as America's Not Watch Game of the Week. I didn't think it was going to be a game. I thought Patty Mahomes was going to blow him out, but I think you're right. He is who he is because of his receivers, and he has the best tight end in football on his team. I agree. I mean, listen, I'm not – no hate to the guy. The guy's got an absolute hand cannon. I mean, yes. with the flick of a wrist, the ball's bazooka gone. on his arm, a bazooka. I th- Russell Wilson is the best quarterback in the NFL, and it's – I really don't think it's that close. Look who he's I, doing. I, All he's got not, is DK Metcalf. I could not disagree with you more, Kyle. Oh, my God. He is not the best quarterback in the NFL. You know what? We're going to scrap the first part of segment one or the little part in between. We're going to debate this real quick. Best quarterback in the NFL. I know our viewers have been dying for this. We've been talking about doing a top 10 quarterbacks for a while, but we're going to get into it right now. Kyle, do you think it's Russell Wilson? I know it's Russell Wilson. You know it's Russell Wilson. You know it's Russell. Are you serious? I know it's Russell Wilson. No, it's not. He's the MVP front runner. I don't understand how we can even argue this right now. Because he throws picks. He throws a lot of picks. He has 26 touchdowns through nine weeks. He that is unheard got, of. He has got a guy who's not even a man. The guy is chiseled as his wide receiver. It, who Who is your best quarterback right now? Honestly? Oh, boy. That's never a good way to start it. <laughs> No, no. I, I really think the best quarterback in the NFL right now is Deshaun Watson. Yeah, he's having a little bit of a down year, but I think he's the best quarterback in the NFL because he can do it all. Did, he can still I, run the ball. Did I just hear what you just said? <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. It's a, you know, he's having a little bit of a down year. You took his top wide receiver away. You took DeAndre Hopkins away from him. The guy's still a top quarterback. It's either I – will, I will see it's very close between – Deshaun Watson and I don't want to say it, but Joe 
Burrow, baby. I mean, oh, Joe, Joe Burrow alert. But, oh, Pete, I, you, you're He's not actually – Joe Burrow's not actually the best quarterback in the NFL. You're trying to change the subject on me. Deshaun Watson is absolutely see, a top quarterback. Pete, words stick. You just said that Deshaun Watson was the best quarterback in the NFL. Deshaun Watson or Aaron Rodgers in total sincerity. One of those two. I'm not in, total, in total sincerity, we may lose viewers because of how dumb that was. Russell Wilson just runs play action every play. Uh, Deshaun Watson is in a bad system there. Bad system. I, Russell Wilson is the best quarterback. It's not – the guy's a beast. Yeah, when you, uh, Tom Brady was the best quarterback in the NFL when he had Bill Belichick as his coach and Randy Moss throwing passes to he was still the greatest quarterback even when he didn't have Randy Moss. And that just goes to show how good he is. But, but we can, we're getting a little off track here. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry to the listeners out there. I, I apologize. You know what? We're going to schedule a podcast for later this week that we are going to debate the best quarterbacks in the NFL. I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for my prediction on Deshaun Watson, but I, I really do. I really think he's the best quarterback. But all right, let's get into segment one here a little bit. Kyle, what surprised you from this week other than my prediction? What player or team surprised you from what you saw this Sunday, this Thursday night and Sunday? What do you got? Biggest surprise, Tua Tagabablablau. That guy is a beast. 20 yeah. for 28, 248, two touchdowns. I mean, we everyone was wanted to, oh, Brian Flores, what's he doing? Fitz Magic, Fitz Magic. Even Brian you, Flores on this, took- you on this podcast questioned the move of taking out Fitz Magic. I did. I did. I really did. But – this see, this is why we're behind a computer and we're not actually on the field coaching these guys because we would keep Fitz Magic in and we probably would have lost to the Arizona Cardinals. But I, I think Tua would have thought Tua. I would. You know, we've been talking about for a while debating who the best quarterback out of the rookie class is, whether it's Joe Her- Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert. But now, am I wrong to say? Tua is in the conversation. I think he's in the mix. Granted, he's only had two weeks, and let's just say week one was an absolute stinker. Yeah, the guy didn't even reach 100 passing yards. That was bad. Yeah, just it wasn't good. It wasn't good. However, he did. He did pick it up. I mean, the Arizona Cardinals team that should not be taken lightly. Jack Rose, shout out you. Your Arizona Cardinals still stink. Um, But uh, I think we got to give him a little more time. The kid's good. Don't get me wrong. All three of those quarterbacks are going to be fantastic. It's just what happens. We're spoiled. Honestly, we are spoiled. We're in a time in football right now where I think we have been spoiled with Tom Brady and Drew Brees going back and forth with each other all year long. And then we also have a top, some top three young quarterbacks coming out. And then you also have another division in football where you are just – Anyone could win it in the NFC East. So this is, I don't think there's any better time to be a football fan than right now. And then you have the NFC West, which is one of the best divisions we've ever seen. NFC West is good. The NFC East is like a JV game on a Thursday that no one You never know who's going to win it. It's so entertaining. I mean, it is just, it's it's the lowest division in football. But that's what people want to see is because you never know what could happen. And are the Cowboys turning it around? That's the other question here. But Kyle, now let me get into what my biggest surprise from the team or player this week was, all right? Yep. My biggest surprise was, all right, now now hear me out here. My biggest surprise was the Dallas Cowboys, okay? Yes, I agree. 
I was expecting. Now, I don't know if this counts as a letdown for the Steelers or as a win for the Cowboys. I think it's a win for the Cowboys, personally. You running a guy out there his first career NFL start, and he did nothing but play conservative football, which, you know, the Cowboys have sorely needed. Conservative, safe football. And that's what the Cowboys have been horrible at all I mean, year. I mean, Gilbert, the starting quarterback for the Cowboys, let's not – Let's not say conservative. The guy could not hit the wide side of a barn, even if he wanted to. He no, was, but, you know, he didn't take massive tosses down the field. But I genuinely think that if he played halfway decent, they could have won this game by at least 10, 14 points. And it's safe to say Gilbert will not be in our discussion of top young quarterbacks. No, I think I would put him at the bottom of the list behind Ben DiNucci, who he yeah. actually replaced. Yeah, yeah. It's not, not the best there. But, you know, I was very surprised. I thought – you know, you have the young receiving core for the Dallas Cowboys. And you know what we realized is those receivers can be all fantastic as much as you want, unless you give them the, you got to give them the ball to be good. You got to give them the ball. It's hard. It's hard to score as a wide receiver. If you don't have the ball. It usually is Kyle. Now that is a great segue into our next topic of debate from this week. Now, what let you down, Kyle? What let you down from this week? You go first. This, we'll, one, we'll this one's not going to surprise a lot of people. I, 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 I was on the edge of my seat. The New Orleans saints Tampa Bay Buccaneers is going to be a great Sunday night football game. Oh. A battle of the NFC South. And wow, this was, this was horrendous. It Tom was Brady. horrendous from the start. Horrendous from the start when Taysom Hill goes out there on the first drive and drops a dime in there. You're like, oh, wow. I'm Tom sure. Brady almost had as many interceptions thrown as Drew Brees did touchdowns. So, that's that's when you know that, man, this game was a little bit of a letdown. Tom Brady, 209 yards passing. Now, granted, if you did watch the game, yeah, he didn't play great. But that offensive line performance was atrocious. Atrocious. Yeah. So, I think the Buccaneers still have a lot to prove. I think when you get A.B. back into the mix, their defense is actually pretty good. They had too many turnovers that gave New Orleans in that offense short yardage, and obviously they're going to take advantage. But yeah, it's going to be interesting I mean, to see what was- happens. Several times with uh, uh, Tampa Bay was punting, and they barely got the their they barely flipped field position. I mean, I think uh, New Orleans had two or three drives where they started on the other side of the fifty. And it was it was yeah, just Drew Brees. He's got. I mean, anytime you, yards. Anytime you go into halftime, and it's thirty-one to nothing. Usually, that's a tough one to come back from. But then, if you look at it in the second half, now I don't know if the Saints took their foot off the gas and played conservative. They only put up they only put up a touchdown. So, I mean, I don't think the Buccaneers are going to win, but I, it's going to be interesting to see what happens going forward. Yeah, it is. It is. So now, uh, my biggest letdown this week was the Seattle Seahawks defense. Oh God. Oh, my gosh. All right, you have said Russell Wilson, hottest guy in the NFL. Like fry egg on his head. But, you know, he is. The, the offense is playing unbelievable. I personally was sold 150%, I should say more than that, on the Seattle Seahawks, all right? You have great quarterback in Russell Wilson, not, not the best quarterback in the NFL, top five for sure. Oh, my. All right, whatever. Keep but, going. Keep going. Yeah, so you got him. You've got a fantastic offense, and you'd think you'd have a very good defense historically. It's been the Legion of Boom, but right now it's a Legion of Bust. They stink. They love 44 points to the Buffalo Bills, a team that has been barely treading water. They are 7-2 and two right now, but I say barely treading water. They are in 
a very close to a bad division is the NFC East. The AFC East is equally, I think, terrible. The Jets make up for at least two and a half bad teams. They are horrible. And it's just not, not every – and the Patriots suck. Patriots. Not, Patriots are doomed. But I will say, I mean, to go off of your point – Josh Allen had 280 yards passing in the first half alone. He was over 400, I think, by the yeah, start of the fourth quarter. Yards. I mean, what, what? could you make an adjustment? Pete Carroll, you just got an extension. Now, Mr. Moneybags, it's all going to your head. What is exactly. going on? Exactly. And so maybe are we making the mistake as analysts here? Should we be giving Josh Allen more credit? Josh Allen, I think he's pretty good. Uh, he's, yeah, I think he's definitely a quarterback. franchise quarterback. He still makes some of the dumbest decisions I've ever seen. However, he's got all the tools. And now I think the guy's just got to – he's got to start kind of fine-tuning the stuff because, I mean, he's there. He's got probably one of the best, if not the best arm in the NFL. We'll see. I mean, the guy's a big dude. Up. Loves to run. Buffalo, New York quarterback. Just like Buffalo, New York, famous for the garbage plate. If anybody doesn't know what a garbage plate is – it is pretty much everything that you find at a greasy, like a Five Guys restaurant, and they throw it on one plate and call it a garbage plate. That's what Josh Allen is. It's an upstate New York garbage plate. Look it up. By the way, if you're ever in upstate New York, go ahead and get one. A garbage plate the best place up there. Nick Tahoe's, everyone. Nick Tahoe's. And they've got Shout a few listeners from upstate New York. Check it out. And the Bills Mafia, you got some of the best fan base there is up there. I mean, those people love the Buffalo Bills. I mean, those – Bill's Mafia is not afraid of a Bud Light. No, no, they are not. They're not afraid of a Bud Light or the cold at all. That is for sure. Now, Kyle, let me ask you. We got, we got, I don't know. I don't want to say it's a big night tonight because in reality it's not. We got Pat's Jets, all right? I Just two of the biggest letdowns this year. The Jets traded away their best player. Well, arguably their best player. Some people argue Sam Darnold could be their best player. Sam Darnold, possibility, could be wearing a Pats uniform in the next few years. I'm but here for it. What, what do you think about tonight? What, what are you looking forward to? What, what do you think is important for our viewers to watch tonight on Monday Night Football? I think it's going to be a hard game. I mean, the New England Patriots are playing against the best team in New York, the New York Jets. Oh, um, well, the Giants had a win this weekend. No, no, no. The, Giants are, the Jets are so better than the Giants. Um, I think, I mean, see, what people don't realize, Peter, who's playing quarterback this week for the New York football Jets? Joe Flacco. No Sam Darnold. Yeah, Joe Flacco is playing. So the Jets are 0-8 under Sam Darnold, but what are they under Joe Flacco? I could see them being 1-0 tonight. I think that the Jets could get their first win tonight. I really do. The Pats are that bad. Joe Flacco is so bad. He's a guy you just simply don't want to see in the playoffs. No, you don't want to see him in his playoffs. Super Bowl champion from Baltimore. That guy is the best deep ball thrower with his eyes closed. I swear he closes and sends a prayer and throws it. It touches the scoreboard, comes down, Jacoby Jones, touchdown. I mean, it's he really does. He's a tall guy, too, 6'6", right? You know what's crazy? He's one of those guys he's like Jay Cutler, like smoking cigs. Like, the, these guys are in the NFL making millions, and they do not care. No, Joe Flacco. I know. I'm Jay Cutler when he went to Miami was the biggest. Like, oh yeah, give me give me ten million and I'll run out there and throw a few footballs. Yeah, I mean the guy is just crushing beers before absolute barrel, hand cannon of an arm. No. But these guys just don't care. No care. No, no, they don't care at all. And I would argue. All right, 
I would argue that Ben Roethlisberger is in that same boat right there. I don't think that guy cares much at all right now either. No, I, well, they're very lucky to have a win. I think that they would have lost the Cowboys, but Ben Roethlisberger, Big Ben, for a couple of reasons. Look at that stomach and you'll know. <laughs> and now, I mean, are they winning games? Let me ask you. I know it's a little off the script right here, but are the Steelers winning games because Juju Smith-Schuster and Claypool and Ebron, or are they winning games because of the defense, or are they winning games because Roethlisberger still has it? I think they're winning because of the defense. I think the defense is definitely the main reason why they're winning. They have one of the best defenses in the league. Now, granted, Big Ben still gets it done. I don't think his deep ball is what it used to be, but they yeah. do have young offensive talent. I mean, they're act- people don't give them enough credit of how they are a very complete team. Yeah, and, and with great coaching. Mike Tomlin's a great coach. And, I mean, like, yeah, should they have probably killed the Cowboys? Yeah, but like we said, Pete, an ugly win is better than a pretty loss. So exactly. Exactly. at the end of the day, I mean, it's the NFL. It's still hard to win games. Um, exactly. It, it actually is. Every day. It really right, doesn't so matter. Back to this Monday night. What do you, what do you think? What's going to be a, what's a, what's a watching point? What are the fans? Cause there's no fan is watching this game who enjoys watching like a quality football game, but what are we watching that, you know, what things, little things to watch. I really think that the jets do not care at all about the game of football. I think that you're going to see trick plays, Backward stuff. Joe Flacco is going to throw the ball as far as he can because they're 0 8. They're pretty much a lock for Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields. If I Trevor mean, Lawrence doesn't come out, if Trevor Lawrence comes out of college. That is true. That is true. So, and maybe, maybe both guys stay in college and that just shows how bad the Jets are. They got, I, I think you got Adam Gates for maybe one or two more weeks. This guy, I think he's going to be like President Trump. I think things are going to go up in flames while they still have the time. I think that you could see some crazy stuff tonight. Oh, yeah, I, I think I, – I wouldn't put it past the Jets for four or five flea, flicker, flea flickers tonight. I wouldn't put it past them. Hell, they might be lateraling on the first kickoff of the game. They, they very well might be. Yeah, the care is none. They have nothing to play for at this point other no. than their paychecks. I say, they, I say they get creative. I say you just do – Dumb things. What, what do you have to lose? Because the Pats aren't that good either. I mean, you can no, probably still oh, do dumb things, and then, and then you'll still be in the ballgame. Yeah, you know, I got something for people to watch tonight. The Jets, the Jets don't do well. The Jets don't pressure the quarterback well. They don't do anything really, really that well. I want to see how well Cam Newton sits in the pocket tonight and passes the football. That's what I want to see tonight. I want to see how well he sits back there. They're, the Jets are terrible. Can he pick apart a terrible defense? Because if he can't do that, it's time for the Pats to look at the draft this year and say, who can we get? That's what it's time for. Or to trade. Who can we trade for in this offseason? What can we do? Because I'll tell you what, if Cam Newton cannot deliver a dominating performance from the pocket tonight, because he's going to get older, he can't run around forever, um, can, can he pass the ball from the pocket? If he can't, it's time for the Pats to move on. What do you think? He's, he, shows, he shows glimpses. He really does. And then all of a sudden, it gets to the fourth quarter. And bang, a fumble. Bang, an interception. I mean, there's – and I, I do like Cam Newton. I think he's taken a lot of accountability if you listen to him in his postgame pressers. But at a certain point, you have to actually be accountable. And, like, I love Cam Newton. Don't get me wrong. But these mental mistakes, these interceptions, these just poor play calls – how long, how long are the fans expected to say, oh, it's okay, we'll get up next week? 
because we are sliding down a slippery slope here with now we're at the point where it's playoffs are fading and now what does Belichick do? Do we get a draft pick or how do we go about this? Exactly. And I think that's a real thing that, you know, this is a time for Bill Belichick to show how good of a coach he is. Do you commit to this season? And I think as an analyst, no, you don't. No. You don't commit to this season. Absolutely not. No. I, think it's a, I really think it's a wash. I say you get a coming out of this draft. You get, you get a draft pick and you see what happens. And then we get, a, they have, I think one of the, one of the most cap spaces in football this year coming up for the off season. So we'll see what happens. Whether that be a quarterback, whether that be some offensive help, defensive help. Um, this, I think this off season will be interesting, but it starts at the quarterback position and we'll see what happens with Cam Newton after this week. Yeah, absolutely. And there's no way to fix the jets. We're not going to get into that. That would be a whole other podcast podcast series. I would refer you to somebody else if you want to figure out how to fix the New York Jets. We are not able to do that here. Uh, but, yeah, so that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Sports on Sports podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I know we, uh, we have promised to get three to five episodes out a week. I know I dropped the ball this past week. It was crazy with the election. I was watching it the whole time. And I promise we will get back to three to five episodes a week. We are going to have – a serious debate between me and Kyle, possibly have Tim on the podcast as well to discuss who the best quarterback in the NFL is. I have a feeling I'm going to get ripped apart from my opinions, but we're going to do that. We're also going to do a fun little podcast, I think, coming up. We are going to discuss who are the top three quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs uh, in the NFL. Who, who, who do you want to have? And we'll, we'll go through that and who are the top three and we'll have me, me, Rob, and Kyle on for that, just to give the viewers some varying of opinions. And uh, we'll also do our best to get a Thursday night football recap out for you, all right? Or a Thursday night football preview, I should say. But all right, thank you everyone for listening. Be sure to follow the podcast on Twitter at Sports on Sports Podcast and follow us on Spotify. Go ahead and subscribe. It'll be downloaded in automatically at the Sports on Sports Podcast. Thank you, everybody. And let us know on Twitter what you want us to talk about, and we will talk about it. All right? Thank you, everybody, and thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Peter.